Bind us together, Lord, bind us together with cords that cannot be broken. Bind us together, Lord, bind us together, Lord, bind us together in Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, the Lord be with you. Welcome to all who are here for the funeral mass for Nora Crawford. Welcome to yourself, John, her husband. Welcome to our brother, Jack. Welcome to Jennifer, her beloved daughter, and to Ryan and Rebecca, grandchildren, that she loved very much. And, of course, we, Rachel, can't be here today with us. Welcome to all family members who are here with us in the church and all family friends. And welcome also to those that will be joining us in the audio recording later on in the day. Many people, as you all know, would have wanted to be present here with you, but because of the restrictions are unable to be here. They send their love to you, their good wishes, their prayers, and their condolences. Needless to say, Nora will be missed by all of the family. She was greatly loved, a tower of strength to everyone. She was a rock that people very often leaned on and a person that people turned to for support and advice. Such people are worth their weight in gold. Everyone will miss her, her kindness, her openness, her generosity, her spirit and her great love. We turn once again to the God of love in this moment to console us, to bind up wounds and heal the brokenhearted. To begin the Mass and to offer the Mass more worthily, we first call to mind our sins. Lord Jesus, your mighty God and Prince of Peace, Lord have mercy. Lord Jesus, your Word of God made flesh and splendour of the Father, Christ have mercy. Lord Jesus, you are the way, the truth, and the life. Lord, have mercy. And may Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Let us pray. O God, in whose presence the dead are alive, and in whom your saints rejoice, full of happiness, grant our supplication that your servant Nora, from whom the fleeting light of this world shines no more, may enjoy the comfort of your light for all eternity. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Please be seated for the readings. A reading from the first letter of St. John. 
My dear people, let us love one another, since love comes from God. And everyone who loves is begotten by God and knows God. Anyone who fails to love can never have known God, because God is love. God's love for us was revealed when God sent into the world his only Son, so that we could have life through him. This is the love I mean, not our love for God, but God's love for us, when he sent his own Son to be the (coughs) sacrifice that takes our sins away. My dear people, since God has loved us so much, we too should love one another. No one has ever seen God, but as long as we love one another, God will live in us, and his love will be complete in us. The word of the Lord.
A reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Colossians. Be ambitious for the higher gifts, and I am going to show you a way that is better than any of them. If I have all the eloquence of men or of angels, but speak without love, I am simply a gong booming or a cymbal clashing. If I have the gift of prophecy, understanding all the mysteries there are and knowing everything, and if I have faith in all its fullness to move mountains, but without love, then I am nothing at all. If I give away all that I possess piece by piece, and if I even let them take my body to burn it, but I'm without love, it will do me no good whatever. Love is always patient and kind. It's never jealous. Love is never boastful or conceited. It's never rude or selfish. It doesn't take offence and is not resentful. Love takes no pleasure in other people's sins, but delights in the truth. It's always ready to excuse, to trust, to hope, and to endure whatever comes. Love does not come to an end. The word of the Lord. Please stand. with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. And Jesus said to his disciples, do not let your hearts be troubled. Trust in God still and trust in me. There are many rooms in my father's house. If there were not, I should have told you. I am going now to prepare a place for you. And after I have gone and prepared your place, I shall return to take you with me. So that where I am, you may be too. You know the way to the place where I am going. And Thomas said, Lord, we do not know where you're going, so how can we know the way? And Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one can come to the Father except through me. The Gospel of the Lord. Please be seated. I know from speaking to Nora over the years that family was everything to her. She had great affection for her parents and her brothers and sisters and their families. And I know that the extended family thought highly of her. She was always a great support in every way to them. Her own children, her own family, John, her husband and Jennifer, her daughter, grandchildren, Ryan and Rebecca, young Rachel, meant the world to her. There was nothing I know that she wouldn't do for them. She was a great wife to John, great mum to Jennifer, and so good to Ryan and Rebecca and young Rachel too. And they each loved her very much indeed. I think it's difficult for all of the family now to think of life without her, 
so much that she mean to each of you. She had a long illness over the years, which she battled through, and she often made light of her troubles. In the end, perhaps, she was just simply not strong enough any longer. But even in those final days in the hospital, when it seemed as if her life would be measured not in days or weeks or months, but in hours, she fought back when the doctors didn't expect it. It looked as if she might pull through again, but in the end she was simply not strong enough. In those last days of her life, I was able to come and give her the sacraments, which I knew would have meant a great deal to her. She received blessings and prayers, absolution and anointing. She didn't know that I was there, but later on, when she'd recovered, she was told that I'd come. Today, we offer this Mass for her at the end of her life. Mass very often is celebrated in difficult times, and this surely is a difficult time for all, this global pandemic. So many more people would have wished to be here with you today to offer their respects and to be here with this family. Although not physically here, they are here with you in spirit. All through her life, Nora had great respect for her faith and guided Jennifer and her grandchildren through the sacraments. She so wanted to be there for young Rachel's uh, first Holy Communion and will sadly now not make it. But she did see her in her first Holy Communion dress and was so happy and so proud to see her. I think that she had a simple faith She believed and she trusted in the love of God for her all through her life and that was a great strength for her in hard times and in good times of her life. The readings of today's Mass speak of the love of God, a love that's always there for us in good times and bad, in stormy days and in calm days, in days of great need and in times of certainty. St. Paul himself says that nothing can come between us and the love of God. And to think Nora walked with that confidence all her life, even in those final days of her life. A few words about her life uh, today for you. She was born uh, Nora Greenan, her mother, Hugh and Mary. And she was one of 14 children. That's a lot of children. She was in the middle of the family and was a great support to her parents, bringing up uh, the children of the family. And she never really lost that role in life. She was brought up in Chettleston, the east end of the city, attended uh, Charlotte Street School. She trained, uh, having left school as a comp operator uh, and worked at the carpet factory McCann's. She fell I believe, in love for John, or maybe it was the other way about, I'm not sure. They met in 1969 and married at St. Barnabas Church just a few years later. They were to have a long marriage indeed, uh, and very blessed in many ways. She worked at the same place all her working life and was a good boss and turned to many of her workers that worked there and was very esteemed by them. She was only to have one child herself, the one and only Jennifer, 
She had so much love for Jennifer over the years and helped her, supported her, was her confidant, was her friend, and she meant everything to her. There's great love between them. And she was so delighted to have the grandchildren too and loved Ryan and Rebecca and Rachel and they loved their grand very much indeed too. She was so generous, so kind and so thoughtful to them over the years. They were in a way her whole world and she would have done anything and everything for them. Nora herself, as all of you all know, was a most generous and kind woman and very thoughtful to others. She often placed others before herself in everything. She wanted people to do well and to be well. And many people over the years, I believe, have uh, very much relished and savoured that kindness, that goodness and love that she had for them in their life. Some people, as you know, uh, rise to great heights in life and mean so much to so many people. We get that sense with Nora, a person who meant so much to so many people. I think today many people feel themselves blessed to have Nora in their life, and I think that you will never forget her kindness and her goodness towards you. Today, at her passing from this life, we are thankful for those blessings that come in life. And her life has been such a blessing to so many. How much she means to so many and that blessing that has been in their life through her. At the end of life, it all seems so short and too short. There always seems much more, doesn't there? Much more that we could see, much more that we can do and many more milestones to pass. But life always has its end. But our faith itself teaches us to look to a greater horizon that lies beyond. At the end of our life then, today, in our own prayers, we ask God to grant her peace, to reward her for her kindness, her generosity, her self-sacrifice, and her love for others to bless her abundantly for all here and many more people are thankful for her love and kindness and the joy and happiness that she's brought to your lives.
pray, dear brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. May the offering of this sacrifice be pleasing to you, Lord, so that the soul of your servant, Nora, finding through your mercy the pardon she sought for her sins, may exult forever with all your saints and praise your glory for all eternity. Through Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It's truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks. Lord, Holy Father, almighty and eternal God, through Christ our Lord. For he is the salvation of the world, the life of the human race, and the resurrection of the dead. Through him the host of angels adore you, rejoice in your presence forever. May our voices, we pray, join with theirs in one chorus of exultant praise as we acclaim. Holy, holy, holy Lord God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. You are indeed holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them what did you fall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and, giving thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and once more, giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The Mystery of Faith we proclaim your death, O Lord, and profess your resurrection until you come again. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that, sharing in the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world, bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis, our Pope, Joseph, our Bishop, and all the clergy. Remember your servant, Nora, whom you have called from this world to yourself. Grant that she who is united with your son in a death like his may also be one with him in his resurrection. And remember also all our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy in us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, Joseph, our spouse, the blessed apostles, and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be coerced to eternal life, and we praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him, and with him, and in him, O God Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honour is yours forever and ever. Please stand. We pray together in the words that Jesus has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, 
and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may always be free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not in our sins, but in the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Peace of the Lord be with you always. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, Grant us peace. Behold the Lamb of God, behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word, and my soul shall be healed. Instead of coming forward for Holy Communion as normal, uh, just uh, remain in your seats if you wish to receive Communion. So if you wish to receive Communion, then you just stand uh, and obviously put out your hands rather than receive it on your tongue. Uh, if you don't want to receive Communion but you would like to receive a blessing, then just uh, stand and put your hand on your breast and as I pass by, uh, I'll give you a blessing. If you don't want to receive a blessing or Holy Communion, then just uh, remain uh, seated uh, where you are.
heavenly gifts, we give you thanks, O Lord, and humbly pray that the soul of your servant, Nora, freed through your son's passion from the bonds of sin, may come halfway into your presence. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Take you to himself. May 
Darkest night and 